Hi everyone, I'm Dee. And I'm Alex. And together, we're DNA. And you're listening to the DNA of Mindful Relationships podcast. So here we are, Dee and I are travelling in Bali right now. Uh, we're in the back of a car with our driver, Katut, and we're just coming back from exploring the Turta Ganga Water Gardens. Beautiful, beautiful place. Now, we're here because we came to celebrate a friend's wedding. Um, close friends, and we've had a wonderful time. But we thought, why not discuss what happens to your relationship when you go travelling? sound like a pretty straightforward question D, but sometimes traveling with your partner or with a friend can bring up stress and uh, put you in situations that you don't normally have to experience and so here we are traveling I think we've had a good holiday so far what do you think we've had a fabulous holiday in Bali Indonesia and the weather has been amazing we've met some lovely people um, but travel with your partner can be a make or break situation in some relationships. I've heard of people that have broken up after traveling and spending so much time together. So we thought it might be an interesting topic for us to discuss. So what sorts of things, Dee, uh, can come up when you are traveling with someone that can put uh, pressure on a relationship? Well. I guess the pressure points are, <clears throat> you know, two people are out of their comfort zone, they're in a new country, new place, and often when we're out of our comfort zone, we can um, display or express our distress or frustration a lot easier and quicker. So quicker to trigger um, and get frustrated because we don't have our routine and our comforts around us. Mm, so routine and familiarity let, lets us, um, uh, I guess, get through things a lot easier. However, where we are in or out of our comfort zone or in strange situations, um, we can probably react to them in ways that we don't necessarily see uh, or our partners don't necessarily see in our normal day-to-day -day life. Yeah, that's, that's right. So um, some key things to, to keep in mind, and this is something that um, we've, we've attempted to practice in our travels, is to keep the lines of communication open and have um, a very open discussion about what you want to do and see and what makes you feel uncomfortable or what, you're, what you've enjoyed doing. So being able to discuss with each other what your ideas are and plans but also to be able to reflect on what you've just experienced mm. so yeah we often talk about the things that we want to see and do and not all of those things are the same so some things that Dee likes to do might include shopping or shopping and possibly shopping um, <laughs> and, and more shopping yeah if possible and you know things I like to do include sightseeing, maybe eating at lovely restaurants, and a little bit of shopping. And, and more restaurants. More restaurants. 
Uh, and so we have um, found a way to compromise. Uh, so we go and do lots of shopping. <laughs> yeah. And the, I think the other thing is negotiation because um, one thing that I've, I've noticed in our relationship is that Alex likes to pack in a lot of things in the day because he wants oh, you're to try about my everything. Suitcase. <laughs> <laughs> and he brings a lot of baggage with him. <laughs> um, no, but he does like to, you know, incorporate so many different things in the one day. Like, it might be sightseeing, it might be um, catching up with friends, it might be, you know, going to another, like trying to fit in another activity. And I'm one, I like to pace myself and enjoy where I'm at. Um, and I love to sightsee as well, who doesn't? But, uh, you know, just being able to to chill and relax is another priority for me because why go on holiday if you're going to be exhausted by the end of it yeah and I think look we both like to chill and relax as well but so it, it comes down to negotiation so the what sort of skills or what sort of um, uh, processes should we put into place in terms of how do we all get to achieve what we want to achieve out of mm. a holiday without causing too much stress to our partners well being able to, um, like it, like we've talked about in previous episodes, <laughs> that's our driver tooting, um, being able to share what you would like to do without um, putting the other person down or being negative or, um, you know, expressing your frustration or anger too intensely. And for example, it might be hey, hun, I know you want to do X, Y, and Z. You want to go to this place, but I'd like to be able to fit in shopping as well. Is it possible? So it's more of a question rather than, no, I'm not going to that place. I want to go shopping. That's what I want to do today. So it's if you try and avoid that rigidity with demands, then you can approach it with a question of, can we do this as well? If not, could we possibly do that? The well, next day. Well, let's talk about this real example. So, uh, yesterday we were discussing what we were going to do today, and I had had it on my list of things to do to see this Turta Ganga uh, Water Gardens, which is about a two-hour drive east of Ubud in Bali. So, it's going to take up a fair chunk of the day. And we'd sort of agreed to that, but Dee did say to me yesterday. Um, uh, I would much rather go shopping than go to the water gardens. And so that put Mind me... Mind you, can I just say, it is our last day yeah. in Bali. Yeah, so yeah. I understand. That's significant. Yeah, that's significant. <laughs> that means no, zero shopping days left. <laughs> zero shopping days. Um, so we talked about that and what we did was find a way to achieve both and that meant starting an hour later going on our trip and fitting in more shopping in the morning and hence both of us were able to achieve what we want. Now I'm not complaining about the shopping because I certainly picked up a few bargains today. Yeah, he got this amazing like short and top outfit that suits him but we, what we did is we created a win-win situation. Yeah. I got my shopping in, he got to see his side, I enjoyed doing that as well because it was a beautiful water garden um, and he enjoyed the shopping yeah. surprisingly <laughs> <laughs> win 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 so 
So th- I think that's really important that you find a way to get a win-win outcome. Um, because, look, n- let's face it, not everyone has the same likes and interests. Um, and it's not about trying to win at the expense of the other. Um, and whether you're uh, in a, um, a personal relationship or you're in a friend relationship with your travel partner, then I think it's important to still find a way that everyone comes away feeling that they've achieved what they wanted to achieve in some way. Yeah, and um, Alex is a planner. He likes to organise the, the whole trip. He likes to organise his day. And that's fantastic and it can actually be great for me to sit back and just let him plan and go ahead and, you know, create the itinerary, the perfect itinerary for us to travel in. But by me not saying anything and not negotiating what I want, I would walk away from this holiday thinking I didn't really get to do the things I wanted to do. And that's what often can set up um, resentment and frustration within a relationship and can linger on longer than it needs to so by being able to create like we said a win-win situation I I get to do what I want to do and I'm happy and satisfied and he got to do what he wanted to do but it, the aim is to make each other happy the aim is to satisfy each other's needs and you can have quite a fulfilling relation um, sorry a travel experience the other thing Alex I wanted to bring up that uh, travel can create in a relationship is it can actually bring you closer together did you realize that well yeah (laughs) absolutely look I mean when you're doing things that take you out of your normal day-to-day routine where you can get a little bit complacent with life and each other um, there's the opportunity for romantic moments um, you know, dinners or beautiful places to visit together. Um, but just as much as that, there's also the opportunities for um, stress. And so I guess it's really about making the choice of how do you want your relationship to be through this travel process and where as much as possible you try and find win-win situations and you try and find those special moments. Now that might be, you know, taking your partner shopping and spoiling her with some special surprises. (laughs) (laughs) Or it might be... silver, (laughs) jewellery. Or it might be going to a beautiful dinner on Jimberan Bay Mm -hmm. on a beautiful... um, Beach beach setting at night um, and having a lovely meal together and I think those real opportunities exist when you're on holiday I mean they're always there in day-to-day life but you're both experiencing something new together and so this first for both of you is an opportunity to share um, you know that creating a new memory together yeah and also I'd really encourage people to uh, use the opportunity with travel to really discuss their relationship and reflect on, you know, where they're at in the relationship, how they're feeling about each other, and maybe even make some plans for the future. And depending on where you're, what, you know, what stage of relationship you're in, you may have been together for 20 odd years. It's a great opportunity just to review and reflect and discuss where you want things to go. Maybe you have plans to travel more and rather than just seeing the holiday as, you know, things to see and things to buy and places to go, 
use the I would encourage people to use the opportunity to really discuss and reflect on what they would like out of the relationship in the future yeah and we've done that a few times on this trip just taken some moments out over dinner or um, even on a two-hour drive in the back of a, <laughs> a van or um, just finding those opportunities to have those discussions because you know we get so caught up and busy in our day-to-day life back home there's so many pressures on us to take that time out to actually feed your relationship by planning and 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 working out what are your goals for the next 12 months would you like to include more travel in that would you like to you know make some other differences in your life whether that be you know social or community or whatever this is the perfect opportunity really to have the I guess the the space the mind space Mm. for your imagination to to go with it and maybe you need to reflect on your work life your career um, and you want to bounce those ideas off your partner I think yeah travel does that it makes you have some perspective from your day-to-day life Mm. I mean when you're traveling you're going wow you know I, I I find myself the whole year I spend locked up in a cubicle somewhere working um, and you know I have this couple of weeks a year to go and see the world uh, maybe do I want to make some changes yes and you know that time you can spend with your partner discussing this and yeah. really you know work together on what are our shared goals as well yeah and how we're going to achieve that together um, and like the other thing you mentioned was shared memories mm. and how lovely is it to um, you know to share the memory of that water garden the um, the rice terraces we've seen uh, the temple on the cliff mm. at Uluwatu yeah um, and then to go back home and share that with our friends and family and, and you know mm. get out the the photos and reminisce and then on our next holiday reflect back on it it's yeah. And that's, you know, that's one great thing about relationships is that you have those shared memories between you that, you know, no one can take away. So not saying that, you know, everything has to be hunky-dory and, um, you know, all uh, perfect on our travels. In fact, you know, it is a time to bring up issues as well that have concerned you maybe in the last few weeks. Um, I wouldn't recommend that people bring up things from... 15 years ago (laughs) Um, but definitely you know it's an opportunity to to have a chat about things that have been affecting you and I'll give you one small example it's actually not that small but I did bring up the issue of Alex looking at his phone quite regularly particularly when we're having dinner whether it's at home or at a restaurant and he'll he'll constantly be checking his phone for messages um, he has a, a watch that he checks his messages on and then he checks his phone and I feel like he's not very present. So I, I was able to talk to, to him a little bit more about that and alert him to the way that it makes me feel more importantly. And we discussed it and he kept checking his phone <laughs> so I'm hoping that he's a little bit more aware these things are sometimes hard to break these these habits but um, I'm hoping he's a little bit more aware of it we've also come away from this holiday Alex with some clear goals about what we want to do for ourselves mm, yeah 
and we, we've discussed a number of things and you know that includes traveling that includes business uh, work um, family so we've covered quite a lot of things and yeah. it's it's not something you have to plan so much it's just things that you have wanted to talk about or things that come up or whatever just have the space and the time to do that I mean don't don't do it when you're you know about to get into a white water raft <laughs> or something like that and go hey honey I need to talk to you about something really important right now wrong time uh, you're wrong time <laughs> but you know if you're out having a beautiful romantic dinner together then start planning your future talk about things that you'd like to do together I mean that's what makes that experience so much more special so one of our goals um, that we did discuss and we've made a commitment to is to improve our fitness and our health um, and I think the photos Alex of us <laughs> have motivated us because you know you do tend to eat a lot when you're on holiday and you gain a little bit of weight. Oh that one of the Michelin man. <laughs> yeah and Google is amazing because it, it brings up old photos from a year ago and says look how much weight you've put on. <laughs> yeah, I think Google's too much in our relationship reminiscing on yeah. our memories too. <laughs> So that, and I'm excited about that because it's it's nice to have that support with um, goals you want to achieve for yourself that are a bit challenging and, and difficult. Yeah. So these are things that you can you know ask of your partner and and ask for that support while you're while you have the time to discuss it on holiday. Mm. Yeah. So uh, look, travel can be a lot of fun, um, but you know it's not uncommon for people to have arguments um, to have stressful moments where one person storms off goes off and does their own thing and you know can leave things a little bit up in the air a little bit um, so what we're saying here is it's important to have that line of communication open if you have different interests don't just say well if the other person doesn't want to do it well stuff them I'm just gonna go off an example, let me tell you, is that before we went away, we were planning different things to do. And one of the things that I really wanted to do was something called an ocean walk. <laughs> and that entails putting on some sort of uh, scuba outfit and a diving helmet and um, going down to the bottom of the ocean and walking around with the fishes. So because I have a real interest in fish and have a marine fish tank myself, um, that was something I really, really wanted to do. Now, Dee was a little bit more hesitant. Um, and, That's you know, an understatement. Yeah. Because I was, my initial reaction was no. <laughs> yeah, no. And so I, I guess, gently encouraged her and said, look, this would be a great thing. I know you're for a little bit um, hesitant about it, but, you know, I think it would be a lot of fun. And... I didn't say too much more after that, and I just let let it sit with her. And at the end of the day, Dee said, yeah, she'd look, she'd like to try. Now, that didn't mean that she wasn't scared or that she didn't have hesitations about it, but she was prepared to have a go. Um, you know, the worst thing that can happen is she can pull out and not, not go ahead with it or start doing it and not do it. As it turns out, we went down to the bottom of the ocean uh, well, I was down at the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> he was still uh, on the pontoon. Yeah, let, let me explain. You, you explain yeah. this. So, um, 
Alex was down uh, the ladder, went down the ladder uh, on his way to the bottom of the ocean, and I was still on the boat about to step down the ladder, and I had a panic attack. And that's when I decided, no, that's not... I don't want to go down. It's just too scary because I was scared that I wouldn't be able to breathe and then I'd drown and, you know, that's what a panic attack is. It's an irrational belief. Um, Having said that, prior to getting on the boat, we met a a group of people that had just done the dive and there was a lady about my age and um, she said it was amazing and you'll be fine and it was fun and you should do it. So, you know... Rationally, my mind was saying, obviously, if she can do it, I can do it. In fact, I said that out loud. And however, when I got to the point of stepping down into the water from the bow, I had a panic attack. And in that split moment, I thought, my first thought was, there's, there's 80 bucks down the drain <laughs> if I don't go ahead. But my other thought was, this is a, an experience of a lifetime. And I want to make these memories with Alex. And, you know, it's something that we can talk about and laugh about. Um, And if I don't go down and experience this, then it'll be just something he experiences on his own. So um, I got some support from one of the divers and I went down and it was the best experience of my life. I'm so glad I did it. So in the end, happy, happy ending. (laughs) Well... (laughs) Um, yes. So, look, it, it's great because now we have that shared memory along with a DVD <laughs> and videos and photos. Um, but, yeah, it's it's one of those things that you're not always going to want to do the same thing. Now, sometimes you can talk it through and sometimes you can maybe both end up doing the same thing. But if not, it's not the end of the world either. Um, you don't have to do everything on holiday together. One person might want to go shopping, the other one might want to sit by the pool or go and do something else. And, and that's in, okay. And that's okay too. And in fact, we've we've done that anyway because we were here for a wedding. Uh, you know, the girls had some girly time, the guys did their thing. So, um, and that's perfectly fine too. And you come together and you talk about your experiences and... Um, just add to that yeah and I would encourage people also to create that uh, alone time Um, because I think sometimes when you're when you spend a lot of time together like I said outside of your comfort zone outside of your safety um, area in you know your home your your normal workplace or whatever um, things can get a bit intense so you can actually build in that Um, alone time and do some of those things that help calm you down and whether that's um, what you normally do is listen to music or um, listen to our podcast (laughs) or maybe go for a walk you know incorporate those things that help you anyway back home on your holiday on your trip and maybe you know these are things you can do alone or with your partner so that there is some de-stressing activities um, that you incorporate into it. Yeah, I think that's that's important for a number of reasons. Um, because we, we're not assuming here that everyone who listens to this program is in a relationship where they're living together all the time. So traveling either with a, a friend or your, um, um, your intimate partner uh, might actually bring up some other things such as, you know, being in close quarters all the time. 
Um, now, for some people, that might bring up other things, such as you know, feeling overwhelmed at not having enough space, um, or having to deal with the domestics of you know sharing a bathroom and all those things that you may not have negotiated in any other way before. So, there's a lot of things that can come up whilst travelling. Um, that you know these are things just to take into consideration but all in all everyone goes on a holiday or a trip to have a, an enjoyable time and so whatever you can do to obviously improve or make the the environment um, you know going to work for both of you well I think that's something that is something that is mindful and that you need to actually put some time and effort into yeah, and being in the moment with your partner wherever you are is about being mindful and, and um, you know, fostering that mindful relationship so you can enjoy the presence of your partner, whether you're at home, whether you're, you know, travelling around the world or whether you're in the back of a taxi <laughs> <laughs> recording a, a podcast. Yes, an hour out of Ubud. Um, so, look, we'll wrap and it up there. Most of all... The main thing is to have fun together, isn't it? And to laugh things off and using your humour to overcome a lot of the the difficulties and challenges that you might have when you travel. Yeah, and there, look, there's there's lots of stresses. Standing in uh, immigration queue for an hour and a half is one of them. Uh, Being strip searched, no, no, that that never happened. We didn't do that. (laughs) But look, there are plenty of things that can come up that can cause some friction and you know, as we've always talked about in all of our episodes, try and be mindful, be present, and think about, um, you know, don't get triggered, don't lose your, your, you know, your cool over things. Things can generally be sorted out either through, you know, you could meditate through uh, a long line in immigration, you can have a discussion with your partner when things come up that might make you feel a little bit triggered. Um, at the end of the day, you don't want to be travelling with someone who, um, you know, you guys just can't talk to each other or there's a silent thing going on or whatever that's not pleasant for anyone. Or you can tell really bad dad jokes and make know. people laugh. <laughs> I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> um, all right, well, I think... It's time for us to go. I think it is time for us to go. We're about an hour out of Ubud and... Um, we would suggest anyone should come to Bali. Wonderful place if you haven't been here. So much to see and do. We've uh, had a great time travelling. It's we've, been fabulous. And we've grown closer through we the process. Have, yes. Because we have had that time to talk about stuff. Um, and we look forward to seeing you all, or talking to you all <laughs> next time. We should have our own TV show. I want to see them. Let them see us. Not yet, babe. All right. Not, not ready yet for that. Uh, But we will catch you next time back in Australia. But until then, take care. And bye for now. Bye-bye. If you like this episode, then please consider subscribing to find out whenever a new episode drops. You can do that on Apple Podcasts. That's a little purple button on your iPhone. iTunes or Stitcher. You can, of course, go to our website at www.thednaofmindfulrelationships.com or our Facebook page, 
where you can like us and share our show with your friends. Send us an email to info at thednaofmindfulrelationships.com and ask us questions or give us feedback or maybe suggest some ideas for some upcoming shows. We look forward to catching you next time and until then, stay mindful. Stay mindful.